Locked in combat with a familiar-looking hobgoblin, Octavia races to neutralize the siege engines. How quickly can she succeed? What will be the cost? And how will she fare without her heaping mountain of hit points, Carhoon? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. We've talked at length about our cats on this show. <laughs> And many of you may feel like you know Pancake, our dear, sweet, old lady cat, who 90, 95% of the time just flops around and is lying on some couch, chair, carpet, article of clothing we left on the floor, piece of paper, box, plastic bag, paper bag, you name it. But occasionally she has random spurts of energy. Which we just saw while we were doing our mic checks and uh, sound testing. Of course, we were trying to record some ambient uh, room noise just to have. And I don't know if that just picked up. She had a little hiss. She found a rubber band on the ground and uh, it was not the most quiet thing. But again, this is what we get for <laughs> having a, uh, a recording space share the cat space. <laughs> so... It it is what it is, but she can really get going when she's when she's she can turned up. She's like a cheetah though. She has this burst of energy for you know maybe forty five seconds, and then it's over, and then you might not see said burst again for a, week, a month, a month. week. Yeah. yeah, you never know. So we always kind of stop everything we're doing and be like, she found something that piqued her interest enough mm -hmm. for her to actually like play mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah she's she can be terrifying when she's on because she can she's not a small cat she's yeah a pretty big cat and she doesn't have front claws poor poor little baby yeah. we did not do that um but she's still like she's like a freight train when she's coming <laughs> at you because there, there are occasions uh when the littler one is being you know uh antagonistic let's just say <laughs> and won't leave her alone will come up and like moogle her in the face give her a playful swat to the ears be like hey i want to play pancake doesn't have it until she does have it mm -hmm. and she will charge around the room chasing after that little guy it's and really it is hilarious hysterical <laughs> it's amazing seeing this <laughs> chubby old i guess she's not chubby but this this fluffy large old cat who ordinarily really doesn't have a mean bone in her body just like Chunk, 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 across the floor hilarious <laughs> hilarious and she'll never catch fried pig because fried pig no. so he's young and fast but it's so funny to watch when she gets angry i oh, think man. he's genuinely scared of her too or maybe does he want her to chase him he wants to play he's not being he's he's not like fighting her he oh wants no to play. no yeah he's just got energy and he yeah. wants to play with her and so i think he enjoys it when, when she chases because he's like yay she finally reacted <laughs> so it is oh man it's so sporadic though we've yet to like get a good one on film mm -hmm. i really want on film when i yeah. from the 60s on on video <laughs> i've, I've yet to catch on film i just went to the cinema and watched with my favorite camera. film with my camera <laughs> yeah so i i want to i want to get a good a good shot of yeah Pancake just charging because it is a sight. It is a sight to be to seen. behold. It's also funny because her legs look really short because she's so fluffy. But I mean, her legs are normal length. But when she just kind of runs around, they seem too short for her body and for the speed that she has. And so it's also just another element of like incongruity <laughs> with this giant cat just barreling along. I like the idea of a freight train. Hard to get going, but once she's going, yeah. like it's it's adequate. Frying pan is like a little Ferrari. I was just Pancake about to say he's a, he's a little Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah, we'd record 
with the door closed and them outside, but since when does a closed door ever stop a cat? <laughs> they will come up and just scratch at it the whole time. And I don't know if the listeners would be able to pick that up if the, these mics would catch that, but I can hear it, and mm-hmm. it's very distracting. distracting. So it's it's better for everyone if we just let them in, <laughs> and especially because Pancake. Like she yowls, she doesn't meow, yeah, and so she like has this just I I can't even imitate it, mm-hmm. but it's just like this yowl. This is not it's not just like a cute little meow. It's mm-hmm. just this sound. It should hear. Her yeah, when she's hungry. Yeah, <laughs> we could oh be on the goodness. first floor. She's up on the third floor, and she just like yodels down. Oh my goodness, she we is. and we can hear her she's very loud. well. She's loud. <laughs> Oh, man. But, um... She's as loud as frying pan is silent. Yeah. We finally got to the point where we can leave the dog downstairs while we record, so that's nice. That is really nice. He does bark. He does. Which... He barks all the time. I don't think... Usually, the the background music drowns it out, so we're, mm-hmm. we're good. <laughs> and also, if, like, we're in a city, a dog, you know, a dog barking in the background, yeah. like, that's not the You don't most... spend much time in cities. That's true. In this campaign. Yeah. And now they are playing with my work tools. <laughs> Frying pan is Frying pancake. pan is. Pancake is sleeping next to my tools. On your computer case. On my computer case because she's a cat. So we'll uh, keep you updated. Thanks for tuning in to the cat hour. Oh, no. Frying pan is batting at pancake. They've discovered each other. <sighs> well, you know who else has discovered each other? Uh-oh. Octavia and this hobgoblin war wizard. Let's get down to business. To defeat these trebuchets. To defeat the trebuchets. You are in the midst of a combat with a whole bunch of hobgoblins on top of the Grand Myrmidon Mm -hmm. Hotel in Lake Ansel. The line of Moerian uh, shock troops have landed on the beach and are working their way up. Carhoon, Captain Slab, Fridge, Punt, Punt, Speed Chunk, Fridge, Big McLarge, Huge, Thick <laughs> McRunfast. Um, Wasn't there one we thought of the other day that would be a good. Oh, oh my gosh, we we <laughs> were driving and we saw a sign for like a fitness studio that was called Thick But Fit. Now, I our debate was if the logo was stylized, so we weren't sure if it was Thick But B-U-T Fit, like I'm thick, but I'm also fit. Mm-hmm. Or if it was there, there was like a person on a treadmill right next to the butt that we think could have been like a stylized T. So it could have been thick, but B-U-T-T. Like <laughs> I got a thick butt fit. <laughs> we weren't sure. But after talking about that at length, we were like, oh my gosh. What a good pirate name. Thick butt fit. <laughs> Would be a great <laughs> member of Captain Slab's crew. <laughs> so he's definitely there. So thick butt fit. <laughs> They picked Thick up in in Stag Pine. (laughs) They're like, you've got the right name. You are born for this. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, Oh my gosh. That's funny. That's funny. All right. Hey, we're talking about it a day after, so they have some that good naming convention. Yeah. Marketing makes itself. Yep. Yep. Thick butt fit. Whew. It's got massive <laughs> glutes. You could, you could just squat the entirety of the crew. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Almost as big as slab squat thrust. <laughs> Between the two of them. Oh, oh yeah. You better watch yourself. Anyway. Oh. Uh, so they are down on the beach fighting their way up to try to retake these hotels from the ground up. You, as an air elemental, just flew right over, leaving your friends on the beach, but hoping that uh, you could more expediently take down these siege engines so they do not destroy the boats coming into harbor. You found one building full of 
skeletons and what you presume to be a necromancer controlling them. All the skeletons operating these siege engines. And then the other building, which you opted to go towards, uh, was full of hobgoblins. One of which is a hobgoblin in similar robing as the hobgoblin who uh, killed moose many moons ago. Currently, you are standing next to the trebuchet pounding on it with your air-like fists. Three hobgoblins stand. One of them is in combat with you. The other two are continuing to operate this thing. And there are three hobgoblins each on two ballistas, two more hobgoblins on the corners of the roof who have turned their attention toward you and this wizard at the back. It'll be at the top of initiative as we come back. However, I will say, just so you have the, the full brunt of information, mm-hmm. you've done damage to this trebuchet, but it looks like it, it is very solid, very sturdy, and um, it, it's going to take a, a good bit of punching to take down. Okay. So it's it's not going to be particularly speedy. You could just stay there and focus on it, and you'll probably break it down eventually. Uh, but just so... You know. Looking at it, is there a way that I could disable it beyond just, like, punching it to bits? If you had time to, like, look at the mechanism and figure it out, sure, but not in the middle of combat. Okay. Hmm. I'd be like, you'd have to sit there for at least, like, a minute or so, figure out how the mechanism actually works, because I can't imagine that you're incredibly mechanically minded with your intelligence of... I mean, it's 12. 12. So you you could probably figure it out after a while, but just looking at it, you're not like, oh, I need to just, like, cut that and poke that. Yeah. It'll be good. Okay. Um, Looking at the giant... um, They're not harpoons. uh, Ballista. Ballista, thank you. Um, I'm like, are we we hunting Moby Dick? I guess they are right by water. Um, Looking at the giant ballista, is there something more obvious there that I could... Cut. It's the same sort of deal. Okay. The fire gems that I got in Jasulka's lair, and I, I know that um, I used the the potion of like fires of dragon's breath to ignite them last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this spell that's like a fire shield. Do mm-hmm. you think that it's a fourth level spell? Do you think that would be enough fire to ignite them? Um, I mean, probably probably not because mm-hmm. that just burns stuff when it hits you. Right, right. Cause so, can I throw it at throw the gems at myself? <laughs> just like slammed your forehead into it hard enough, maybe. Have that intelligence score go even further down, yeah, right? Okay, but my goal is to disable these. Your war goal machines. is to neutralize them, and let me. Just say, in case the obvious this solution hasn't crossed your path, killing the operators neutralizes the war machine. Oh, really? I just figured that there were enough bad guys that as soon as I cut these guys down, like more would pop up and just retake You know there are definitely people downstairs, and given enough time, they would probably repopulate. But they're not like, as soon as you kill one, one's not going to run up from the stairs. Okay. I should have. I should have. Double check that then. I was definitely for some reason imagining that. So the the tokens on the board are the tokens that are on the roof right now. Okay. There's a staircase like leading up for roof access, but you don't see a line of hobgoblins just, just waiting, waiting there being like, oh, I wonder when Jerry's going to kick it. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm obviously a very intelligent player as well. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. if you if you wipe out everybody up here. It would probably take them a while to realize, oh my gosh, our things have stopped shooting. We need to send more people up. If you dawdle and take a lot of time, you'd think maybe they could send messages or shout or get someone else up here. Okay. That makes more sense. Just so you know. Okay. Because, I mean, there is a large-scale battle going on around you. So everyone is doing something. Okay, I mean, that that makes sense. I just was, for some reason, uh, thinking of neutralizing it having to be neutralizing the actual 
you know, the actual machines as opposed to the, the operators type of thing. So, okay. All right. Okay. Well, what good is a machine without an operator? That's true. I just thought it was a, the, uh, continue, like a continuous stream of operators type of situation. There was talk in the, the pre-battle meeting about like, you know, if we could take them for ourselves, that would be great too. Uh, okay. I'd kind of forgotten about that. That's a good point. Okay. So destroying them is definitely an option. Killing everyone is also an option. an option. Okay, good to know. Am I at the top of the round? Yes. Oh, sorry. Well, Carhoon is, but he's on the beach struggling with uh, three kobolds stabbing him. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <It's> little <laughs> three kobolds in a trench coat type of situation. All right. Well, seeing how my previous punches were not doing very much to these hardy machines I, I don't want to give you the wrong idea they're definitely doing good damage this you the the trebuchet just has a lot of hit points lot, you would guess okay it's a big thing yeah i feel like it's kind of like uh you know if i were wailing on a car like it's doing stuff it's denting stuff but it's a big mm-hmm. car and it's going to take a lot to yes okay you would guess the ballista have significantly less hit points but mm-hmm. still not like no hit points in, an inconsequential number yes Okay, doing quick mental math, which is not very quick because of her skills at math, which are not great. Uh, she is going to turn to the closest top goblin, and she is going to slam it. Slam. Four, a natural three. So that'll be a grand total of 11 to hit. These are hobgoblin grunts. Ooh. I mean, they're not very high level... Oh, but they're all wearing good armor, so yeah, oh, that definitely okay. doesn't hit. Yeah, I think she, she like, just tries too quickly to turn her attention from the trebuchet to this hobgoblin and, mm-hmm. you know, just whiffs it. Yeah, hobgoblins have a reputation for being some of the more uh, organized mm-hmm. of, of these groups, and so they're usually one of the better equipped. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, she's... Goblins are running around there and, like, Rah! scraps and hides, and hobgoblins are, like, making weapons and armor and making sure they know how to use them. Actually doing things. And then there's just kobolds, who I... And kobolds. As, as a player, I love kobolds so much. All right, and she's going to swing her other fist for 16 to hit. Miss. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Great. Actually, you know what? That does it. The stat block here has chainmail with a shield, but none of these guys have shields because oh, they're all they operating. Oh, because they need the two hands. Machines. Okay, awesome. So that hits... Dole out some DiMaggio. 15 magical bludgeoning damage. On this one in front of you? Correct. You crush its skull. Woo! Okay. Another hobgoblin runs out from the stairwell and takes his... (laughs) No! You lied to me! (laughs) Uh, And kind of seeing how her mental math is now... Like, she's like, oh, okay, so there's not this endless supply of hobgoblins to come up and operate these. She's like, okay, maybe this was a good switch in strategy. Okay. The other two are like, hey, she actually, she killed one of us. You can't let that stand. <laughs> um, all right. Is that the extent of your turn? I am going to um, move, and I am going to end my turn on top of the hobgoblin one of the other two hobgoblins that is also operating the trebuchet because I have the ability to do that. All right. So you fly over and enter that space. Mm-hmm. Just thinking, you know, like if it's a, uh, if this wizard is attacking me, maybe some of the damage will get shunted onto th- this hobgoblin too, or, you know, just kind of trying to make it a bit more, confusing and maybe have to have them change up their strategy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. It is the Hobgoblin's turns. Um, the two in the corners who had been shooting at you with longbows are going to continue to shoot at you with longbows. I'm going to assume they both hit 10. 10 is the highest. They both, you mean miss? miss? miss. Sorry, miss. <laughs> Miss, miss, miss. They both do miss. I, I was like, wait. Misspoke. <laughs> the one who was just engulfed in your airy form steps out, pulls a long sword, and goes to a slash at you. Alrighty. 14. Miss. Whew. The other one operating the trebuchet 
seeing as how he's the only one left, is going to stop operating it, run over, and also take a swing at you. Alrighty. 16? That does hit. Okay. Just hits. You take eight points of slashing damage first, and then you take an additional eight points of damage. What's that additional eight points from? It's Hobgoblin Pack Tactics. Uh, they don't get cool. advantage on attacks. They get extra damage. Oh, cool. Yep. Alrighty. They do that. And then, um, do you speak Goblin? Uh, no. This one in the back, the, the wizard, shouts a phrase in Goblin. And... Uh-oh. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> The hobgoblins operating the blista to your right over here nod back and shout something that sounds like an affirmative. They then, one of them grabs one of these huge ballista bolts, slams it in. The other one operating oh, like Oh no, the did they turn thing, it? Oh no! Turns it right at you. <laughs> oh no! And the last one brings its hand down oh. and fires a bolt <laughs> at you. <laughs> Come on, baby. Ah, oh, shoot. That's... Oh, 16. That does hit. <clears throat> this is being fired from, like, 20 feet away. So Almost point just, blank. <clears throat> does it go through me and impale one of the, the hobgoblins behind me? Of course not. <laughs> Somehow my airy form stops it? You can punch me. I, I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> You take only 11 points of piercing damage on a 3d10, so kind of disappointing there. And I assume that's not magical. That is not magical. Okay. And uh, they look like they're gonna keep, uh, keep loading. The ones off on your left, they continue aim, load, fire off at the boats okay. in the sea. So the one who... the the. Uh, uh, ballista that just hit me seems like it's going to keep trying to hit me. At least mm-hmm. it's not hitting the boats. Okay. So I have at least taken two of them down, effectively. <laughs> one of them being with me. That's true. Unless they kill you. That's true. Um, okay. This one is going to... This one is going to take advantage of the two individuals next to you has that martial advantage and is just going to hit you with an old classic... Guaranteed damage magic missile. Oh, man. So, three bolts of force that just look like little, I don't know, cylinders. Mm -hmm. Not very creative, but very practical. Little cones, maybe. Like force bullets. Uh, You take 11 points from the magic missile itself. And... With the arcane advantage, it only deals an additional three points. Okay. So you lucked out on that one, too. But it's all force. It all goes through. Stook, stook, stook. And it is going to move over to get a better Mm -hmm. shot at you and just to try to get a bit further away. And that is its turn. The battle continues raging on. You see Carhoon's like cut one of these kobolds in half. <laughs> but the two are like, <laughs> they're like toddlers. One is around each calf. Yeah. And he's just like trying to kick them off and punching the tops of their heads. <laughs> Captain Slap and the rest of his crew seem to be in similar situations. It's more of an annoyance than yeah. like a serious threat, but they are taking some superficial wounds. You can see. And also, like, time. It's, like, slowing them down and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. It is your turn. All right. I am going to take a step forward into this, covering the spaces of both of the two remaining uh, hobgoblins who had been operating the trebuchet. <laughs> and I would like both of... cooler than that. <laughs> <laughs> down an octave. <laughs> I would like mo- both of them to make strength saving throws, please. Okay. First one, natural one, fails. The second one, natural 20, succeeds. Okay. So you, I'm going to roll out some damage. The one who succeeded will only take half of this. 
So the one that failed will take 16 points of magical bludgeoning damage. And the one that failed... Oh, sorry. Takes the one, exactly. Mm-hmm. But the one that failed also gets flung, flung 20 feet away from me. Okay. It's a corpse, so... Oh. <laughs> Dope. Yep. It still does. So, yeah, just <laughs> ragdolls off well, the well, side of the Maybe building. it will ah. hit one of its its brethren. It's not going to do any damage. Wouldn't it, though, if you get hit by a corpse? Does it say you can use those If the target is thrown at another creature, that creature must succeed on a DC 13 dexterity saving throw or take the same damage and be knocked prone. Okay, well, when there's actually rules attached to it, you let off with that. I wouldn't have been a thinker. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> uh, okay, do you get to choose where it's flung it or is it flung in a random direction? In a random direction. Random direction. All right. So, you've got... A lot of directions. Well... 360 of them. Only eight. So starting with... I'm going to roll a d8 and we're going to see. Sounds good. Five. So one, two, three, four, five. How many feet? 20 feet? 20 feet. So the corpse gets flung towards the back of the hotel past the trebuchet and just like thuds onto the ground. Wouldn't it have hit his buddy? He was right next to it, and he was flung in that direction. Yep. Sorry, I forgot. That, that is okay. So there. let's see. Uh, if the target is thrown at another creature. Okay, so have that creature make a dex saving throw. I rolled a three, natural three. All right. Um, you are going to take the same damage, so you're also going to Dead. take 16 points of blood. All right. Woo! With one fell swoop, you knock out two hobgoblins, and all of the ones operating the trebuchet are downed. Awesome. Anything else on your turn? I am going to move over to the... hmm, See, my my goal is to have them stop stopping. Never stop, never stopping. (laughs) But I don't really want to get hit by another harpoon. But it... hmm. It's 3d10. Okay, I am going to fly over to the um, ballista that was firing at me, and I am going to end my turn on top of one of the operators. Um, really, any of them, because it requires all three of them to fire it within one round, right? Within one round, yeah. Okay. But it only requires one person. It'll just take three rounds. Okay. So I will go over to the one who was uh, pushing the trigger. So going over, ending in the square of the hobgoblin who had been pushing the trigger of the ballista who that was shooting at me. Okay. It is the hobgoblin turns. Hobsagobs turns. They are going to... Let's see. The, the other ballista doesn't have a clean shot. They would have to shoot through the trebuchet. So they're going to continue firing off into... What are you rolling? I am expending a heal slot, a spell slot, a bonus action, and healing myself. Okay. So. You have to announce that to me. Sorry. Um, all right. So they keep firing. Aim load fire. Thwang. The two on the corners are going to shoot two more arrows at you. Ooh. One of them is going to hit. One of them is going to miss. The one who hits deals nine points. I think nine. Yes, nine points of piercing damage. Okay. And you are within five feet of another, so you're going to take extra. You're going to take three additional points. So that is 12 total non-magical. The three who are operating... The ballista. I mean, this one's just going to walk out, and they think it's probably... Would it be better for them all to just gang up and beat you? It's probably better to have three attack rolls than one attack roll, even if they all have a lower bonus. I think the odds are probably higher. So they're IAC all... is not super, super high. Yeah, but that's three more chances for a crit. Right, so even if you have a lower two hit, my AC is not that high. Yeah. So. so they're all gonna. It was fun to shoot you with a ballista, <laughs> but they it was not being fun shot with a ballista. <laughs> <laughs> they're all gonna pull swords and just the one that you is. Fool! We've all got swords. <laughs> is gonna. They're gonna surround you and all 
take stabs. And if they hit, they're all going to deal an extra 2d6. So, the first one. 15 to hit. Hits. The second one. Out of the box. Natural 17. You know, that one doesn't hit somehow. <laughs> Natural 19. That is three hits as they're all just clobbering at you. Um, all right, so this is going to start as 3d8 plus three for the base damage of all these swords. Just give me the That's 20 total, total from just the swords and then 66 extra. Ah. And 20 from the extra. So 40 total okay. points of damage. As they all... Yeah, that's that's better than I could have done with the ballista. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, good choice, mm-hmm, good choice. Mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. choice, guys. Good job. <laughs> the um, hobgoblin wizard says that. It's good choice. Good job. And is going to figure out what spell he wants to cast. <laughs> he spreads his fingers at you and unleashes... A series of scorching rays. Ooh. And he wouldn't hit his buddies? No. It's three attack rolls. Isn't a scorching ray a cone? No. Oh, I'm thinking of Bernie Hands. Yeah. Punk. (laughs) Don't question me. (laughs) Just the way that he mentioned that he like spreads his fingers like that. The art in the PHB of... of, that's the art I was thinking of. And that's what I I immediately thought of as well, yeah. Scorching ray of Bernie Hands. Regardless. He can do the same motion, even if it's a different spell. Attack first is a natty one. Ooh, is this guy important enough to get a crit card? He doesn't have a name or a backstory. Okay. So, I mean, I could come up with a name if you want right now. Yeah. Never mind. I didn't say that. (laughs) Second roll is a natural 19, though. That does hit. And the third hit is a natural 20. Trending upward. If you total, can I just lump the natural one in with my natural 19 to make it two natural 20s? I, I, unfortunately, I don't think that's how it works. Are you sure? Yeah. I make Pretty the rules. Pretty sure. <laughs> I make the rules. Well, hey, it gives me the uh, total damage if all three had hit, so I'll take it. So that's going to be 66 fire. Ooh. Good roll on the first three. Mm-hmm. Mm, not as good roll on the second three. 20 total points of fire damage. All right. You still a thing? I'm still an air elemental. Are you starting to come apart at the seams? I am because I have one hit point. <laughs> oh! I had 21 hit points. <laughs> oh, baby. Well, the battle continues. Oh, you see the large ships starting to, uh, you know, there's still a ways out. It's still going to take them 10, 15 minutes to get to the beach, but they are starting their approach. Mm-hmm. And the ballista starts flinging stuff at them. It's your turn. Okay. You see Carhoon has largely freed himself of the kobolds, and they are continuing to trudge their way up. Uh, a line of orcs breaks from the brush where, like, the beach starts fading into the grass and, like, mm-hmm. actual vegetation uh, to meet this line. Okay. Okay. I am going to roll and see if my whirlwind recharges. Cracked die. It does. So I'm going to take a step forward, and if the two hobgoblins to my right, please make strength saving throws. Okay. First one rolls uh, an 11 on the die. Is it going to be close, or is that... I mean, it probably is close. It's 13. Ooh, let's see what my... the strength is. Oh, little hobgoblin. What do you do? What is your strength? You don't get any bonuses to your save. So it's a 12. Fail. Fail. The second one. Rolls a 13. Okay. So with saves, if you meet it, you still succeed, right? Okay. All right. So going to roll some damage for these guys. So the one that failed is going to take the entirety of this. Right. Rolled really not great. Oh, no. 10 magical bludgeoning. Mm. Okay. And then the one that succeeded will take five. Okay. 
and then the one that failed will be flung in another direction. Okay. We're going to do the same dealio. This one was the one who failed. Okay. No, wait. That's the one who succeeded, because I succeeded my second one. That's the one who failed. Okay. Rolled a six. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> you uh, cascade it <laughs> off the side of the hotel, and this hotel's at minimum 30 feet up. And yeah, <laughs> you just hear a sickening crunch as it lands. Oh, man. All right. Worth it. Does uh, it hit anybody on the ground? No. <laughs> Take what you get. <laughs> All right, um, and I'm going to, again, just end my turn on in the same square as the one that I just whelmed, and I am going to, again, um, expend a spell slot and, and heal myself a wee bit. Okay. The hobgoblin wizard shouts, We've got her on the ropes. Finish her. And it is their turn. The hobgoblins who have been shooting arrows relatively unsuccessfully are going to continue. Ooh, one of them hits. One of them hits you for nine points of piercing. The other one misses. Um, nine points, you said? Nine points. The hobgoblins who are operating the ballista still don't have a shot on you, so they're going to keep firing at the boats. Thunk. You see another bolt sail out from the hotel. The ones who are surrounding you, the one that is in your form, steps out. Alrighty. And... Is going to take a swing for a 13 to hit. Miss. The other one is going to step up and also take a swing. 15 to hit. Just hits. Deals crap damage, three points of damage, but gets to deal the extra 2d6 for an additional 7. So that's 10 total. And then the wizard... The wizard. How many spells does my wizard have left? <laughs> Find a fuel. You know what? He sees you uh, on the ropes again, is just going to pop off another magic missile, hoping that it's going to be enough, because he doesn't have to roll to hit, to shunt you out of elemental form. Makes because sense. then they will have a much better advantage. Bad damage on my d4s. Eight from the base magic missile. An additional 2d6. An additional 6. So 14, it all goes through. Mm-hmm. Okay. You still an elementy? Gotta do some math. I have to do some quick maths here. I am still an elementy. Hanging on by the skin of your butt? <laughs> Hanging on by the skin of thick butt fit. Hope you have some spell slots left for the rest of the fight. Right? This battle has only just begun. Still got a whole other hotel full of skeletons and a necromancer. It'll be fun. All right. It's your turn. All right. I am going to see if my whelm recharges again. Hmm. We'll just roll it regardless of what you're going to do. Oh, that's do. true. It does not. Okay. All right. That makes my decision for me. I've already hit one of these hobgoblins, right? It got half damage from my other yeah, whelm. Yeah, you hit this one. Okay. I'm going to try to attack that one. Okay. 13. Does no. that hit? Okay. I am going to try to hit it again. 15. Nope. Cool, 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 cool. <sighs> whiff and a whiff. You're really feeling it. They've done a number on you. Okay. Um, I am going to... No, I don't want to leave. I am flanked. Don't really want to leave a threatened squirrel. Flanking is an optional rule in 5e. I, well, that we don't use. I know, but just like <laughs> I know. To, to put it in perspective. There's one on either there's side. There's one on either side, so I can't really move anywhere without incurring. So, all right, I am just going to stay there. Okay. You stay there at your own peril. Yep. Because it's the Hapgoblin's turn. Three on the ballista. Thunk, thunk, thunk. Fire another. Two with the bows. Two shots at you. Two and a three on the die. Miss, miss. Miss, miss. The two who are flanking you <laughs> are each going to take a swing oh garbage 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 they both miss oh, I rolled a four and a six on the die okay the wizard shouts it's almost dead finish her you fools and is going to pop it's gonna 
bust out another second level spell just for shiggles it's not the most it's it's not the best spell but it's kind of fun points his hand out and a shimmering arrow of uh, green light not disintegrate don't worry flies out at you and explodes in a burst of acid question mark are you resistant or immune to acid i am resistant ah dang it should have gone with fire stupid oh well oh well should have gone with the fire in her mind she's like thank you Akrila. that's right i gave you that (laughs) stupid 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 i was thinking air elementals like air elementals shouldn't yeah i'm not as an air elemental but i retain my resistances do you Mm -hmm. are you sure i'm like 99 percent sure okay anyway decent decent damage that's a 14 acid so you'll take seven acid as it splatters all over you and burns you a little bit Hobgoblin okay. curses and let's go. I remember learning about that. Stupid, 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 stupid. <laughs> I remember learning about this ancient artifact that no one knew about. Oh, right, well. <laughs> In Hobgoblin school. Ah, well, I, dumb. Uh, that's that's them. You see behind you, Captain's Lab and Carhoon are embroiled in a fight with a line of orcs. It is your back, back to you. Okay. Ugh. How you looking? Not great. Not great. Um, I am going to swing first at the hobgoblin that has taken some damage. Mm-hmm. That's a bit better. A natural eighteen. That'll do. Thirteen magical bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. You punch him off the side of the hotel. <laughs> Dope. Just lands next to the other one. <laughs> uh, nice little. Nice little mattress that I can jump down on now. <laughs> um, and then she's going to turn around you and fly. punch uh, the one behind me. All right. Natural 19. Ooh, all right. Roll me that damage. A one and a two on my 2d8. So a total of seven magical bludgeoning damage. You don't kill it, but you definitely give it a good sucker punch. Uh, and I'm going to roll to see if my whirlwind recharges. Mm-hmm. It does. All right. Do you move? Um, I'll move on top of it again, just because it's kind of fun to end my turn, like, whoosh, on top of it. All right, you do that. Back to them. The Hobgoblin shouts something in Goblin at this other crew, as he sees this one has been largely decimated. They still can't shoot the ballista. Give me a perception check. Okay. Since there is a trebuchet in between you and them. 26. 26. You, uh hear them load it and then you can hear the grinding of it um, turning around to aim in your general direction but it does not fire okay that is them the two hobgoblins with the bows continue shooting Uh, one of them is a is that a 15 it is a 15 that hits five points of piercing the other one misses Okay. And the one who you just engulfed steps out, takes a swing. That'll hit for a 16. Mm -hmm. Deals. Oh, that arrow gets an extra 2d6. The arrow does an additional 5. Okay. The one with the sword won't get that damage because he is the one adjacent. Two points. Two points of damage. And the wizard... Is looking increasingly frustrated at the ineptitude of his crew <laughs> to take you down. Is not going to try the acid arrow again because he saw that didn't work. He's contemplating another magic missile. Do I use a scorching ray or magic missile? It's going to do another magic missile. Alrighty. It's going to save that second level spell slot and hope he rolls good because he'll still get 2d6 from this guy being right there. Um, 11 from the magic missile. I am no longer an air elemental. All right. An additional nine from the extra 2d6. All right. I am into my Octavia form. It's just, yeah, I feel like the, the missile like 
it gets swirled kind of in and amongst this this tornado that Octavia had been, and it almost just kind of like explodes a little bit in this kind of brightish light. And then as you know, your their sight kind of returns after this flash. You just see her Asimar form there. Arr, I'm not a pirate. We did it. <laughs> we did it. All right, you are back to basics. Back to square one. But that is the end of their turn. So, at least you can cast spells again. I can cast spells now. If you Yay. have any spells left. <laughs> um, alrighty. The combat continues to rage outside. They continue pressing forward, fighting tooth and nail up the beach. It is a grisly scene out there. But uh, the, the pack of Carhoon and... The crew of the mutiny seem to be doing all right. You know, they're all they've, they've all taken some hits, some wounds, but none of them seem grievously injured as of yet. Okay, your turn. You are back. You could either have reformed where you are or adjacent to. I'm gonna reform not adjacent. You know, <laughs> might as well. Would it? Am I considered fighting the hobgoblin war wizard? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm just checking. Um, he's been casting spells at me to try to kill me for the past. But I haven't been attacking it. I haven't yes. been attacking it. Yes, you're 100 percent fighting. <laughs> Come on. All right. Uh, if the hobgoblin that uh, it was was adjacent to me, um, if that hobgoblin could please make a Constitution saving throw. Um, it rolls a. 14. That's a fail. Mm-hmm. Poison spray. Mm-hmm. I know your tricks. <laughs> Do I not have another D12? Roll two tens and a nine. It's dead. Cool. And Good. I fouls over, inhaling the poison. I'm going to move in such a way as I want to have, if I can, the trebuchet in between me and the ballista still. And the um, hobgoblin who was shooting arrows from that corner. Mm-hmm. And see if I can also hide from, or at least have partial cover from the hobgoblin who was shooting arrows from the opposite corner. Yep, so you dart from the edge of the ballista into the center of the roof and hunger down behind the trebuchet. Okay. And as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I'm actually not going to do that. Okay. I still have a decent number of hit points as Octavia. That's true. All right. You hunker down. Hobgoblins go. The, uh... You don't hear much activity from the ballista, although you kind of know it is turned in your general direction. It is definitely turned in my direction. It is definitely turned. Uh, the hobgoblin on the corner who had been shooting arrows, who was closer to you, moves on moves down so he has a clear shot and takes it natural 19 that does hit seven points of piercing damage okay the other one you're gonna have uh a plus two cover Sounds from this good. one but he can still see you as the one on the other corner rushes back to do the same nine miss misses and the wizard your time has come. It ends here. The walrus said. To talk of many things. I can actually talk now. Oh, that's great. I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. My voice is kind of... Mm, Foggy? Weird, yeah. That was a pretty good one. Come on. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm not laughing at your jokes, even if I find them funny. I'm not going to deign an enemy with a chuckle. Ooh, this is what I'm going to do now. You're saving this one because he figured an air elemental is probably... At least resistant to cold damage. Mm-hmm. Is that the truth? Are they? They're not? Mm-mm. They're resistant to lightning, but not cold? Lightning and thunder, not cold. Huh, well. Oh, well, it's still good to use. As he raises his hands to the sky and calls down an ice storm. Ew. 20-foot radius, so basically mm, the latter half... Oh, it's talking about creatures. So the the 
trebuchet actually isn't going to be affected by mm. this. So right in the center of Okey-dokey. the hotel calls down a blast of cold. Make a dexterity saving throw. Okie dokie. I've not been rolling the greatest and my dexterity is not that great. So it's a, it's a four it's for a total fail. of five. Failure. It's a failure. Uh, you take six points of bludgeoning and you take 17 points of cold damage. Okay. And until the end of e- its next turn, basically, the whole roof is difficult, difficult terrain. terrain so. Octavia looks longingly at her hand, uh, at the finger where she had previously been wearing uh, Jasulka's ring, and she's like, oh, if only you were still here. He's around somewhere. She would have had resistance to the cold damage. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> but he's, he's around somewhere doing doing things. Like, Just look good. Do something. Doing things. Do a chain lightning. <laughs> Go fight that necromancer. Maybe you could learn something. Oh, rude. Rude. Jasulka mm-hmm. knows more than that necromancer will ever forget. Um, all right. I think you mean Jasulka has forgotten more than that necromancer has ever forgotten. Something like <laughs> no. that. Has forgotten more than he's now. Same thing. Uh, is it, is it's, yeah, he knows more than the necromancer. It's a very forgetful. <laughs> That's true. It's That's a very true. forgetful necromancer. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Jerry? <laughs> Susan? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm just giving you a little jab. Anyways. <laughs> um, it's your turn. Okie dokie. Ah, this thing's gonna move back to the corner. Four hop. Oh, no. That one's still alive. Five. <laughs> he just takes goblins. a step back. Oh! Five <laughs> Falls hop off goblins. The- I, I moved a token off the side of the building because I thought it was one of the dead tokens, but it, it's still one of the alive tokens. <laughs> So. It does the thing where it, it took a step back and like felt its heels start to like crumble and like did the did the windmill thing with its arms and, and like just went cool. It's like oh, I'm good. All right. So six hobgoblins left on the roof. And you said that that area is difficult terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, please have the war wizard make a Constitution saving throw. It's a natural fourteen. Or a 16. Fail. So you are poisoned. Oh no. Does it take any damage? Oh no, sorry. You're, you're frostbitten. Not. Frostbitten? How dare you? Ooh, I rolled uh, a 6, a 6, and a 5 on my 3d6. So that is 12, 17 points of cold damage, and you have disadvantage on your next attack. Okay, sounds good. Disadvantage on next attack. Excellent. Anything else you do? Do you move? Um, yeah, I'm going to move. I'm going to kind of do this uh, this dance with the trebuchet in between me and one of the hobgoblin archers. I'm going to move, yes, just kind of, I'm, I'm dancing around the corner of the trebuchet to to get some cover from from the one archer. All right, you do that. The one archer you just stepped towards takes a shot. Natural 18. That is a hit. Three points of damage. Already. The um, other archer is going to move up. You hear it running across the rooftop. It's just going to dash. So it, you see it come around the corner, bow ready, but it can't get a shot off this round. Awesome. And then you hear the footsteps of two other hobgoblins flanking off to on the other side of the trebuchet. Mmm. Er, yeah. They're also going to double move. Swords drawn right up to you. Oh, wait, this one can't move through difficult terrain. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a little bit back there. That one had plenty of movement. So, they don't get any attacks off this round, but you see uh, two hobgoblins around the corner, swords in hand, ready to bash, and one of the other archers 
running around to uh, take a shot at you as well. Okay. The wizard then is going to... Hmm. Oh, I forgot to have you take an additional 2d4 of acid damage the turn after I did that. Oh, well. Ooh, sorry. That's fine. It's 2d4. And I am resistant as well, so... And you're resistant. All right. It... Oh, gosh. It does, it's got a disadvantage, so it doesn't really want to do an attacky roll... But it's gooder. It's better stuff with the tacky roll. It's more gooder stuff. It's more gooder stuff. <laughs> oh, here we go. It uh, her holds up its hand, and I guess it would rather take the resistant, the resistance over disadvantage. So it's gonna hurl an acid splash at you. Make a deck save. Alrighty, twenty. Not natural. Fair enough. Let's see what I would have rolled on that disadvantage. Is you don't take any damage. Uh, natural three, so. All right. That hey. is its turn as it scowls. Uh, battle continues. Carhoon and the crew making their way, doing okay. Keeping, <laughs> keeping alive. <the> Your turn. <laughs> You've almost got this roof cleared, Two, three, four, five, six. but not yet. Okay. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Can you for once summon like one CR2 thing or two CR1 things instead of eight CR stupid things? We have we have established how much more effective the eight. You keep doing this. I'm just going to ban more. it. I can do that. No, you can't. I absolutely can. It's not fair. This game isn't fair. <laughs> you know, it's not like... fair making me have to deal with eight <laughs> owls. Well, I've gotten better at automating things, so... All right, she's going to lift her hands, and from... You keep doing this, I'm going to play it rules as written, and I get to choose the I the guess creatures. that is true. I and guess that is true. It would still be eight of them. I can still choose that, I'm though. just going to make you summon, like, eight quippers every time. <laughs> be so mean. <laughs> be so mean. It would be. It would be. But I could do it. Anyway. <sighs> Well, in any case, with. eight giant owls come screeching down from the sky. You see this this rift form in between the material plane and the Feywild as these these Fey spirits in the form of giant owls come flying into reality, and they are Just going <laughs> to. Let's see, there are eight of them. I'm going to have one, two, three, four, five, six. One on each of the Hobogabos and. All of the remainder two. on That's two. the main wizard guy. Okay. Three, it's actually one three. on everyone yep. else. Yep. All right. I'll just let you know all of their totals, or do you want to tell me I have to roll above a certain number? They have a Give plus. Me the totals for these guys. Plus three to hit. So, uh, natty 16, natty 13, natty 15, and then a two, which I'm assuming misses. They have a plus what? Three. Okay. So. So 19, 19, 18, yes. 16. Yes. Okay. For the archer, five slashing. Mm-hmm. For the two hobgoblins that are behind me on the one, it'll get nine slashing. On the other, it will get six slashing. Mm-hmm. And then that was only four of, that was, that was the three that hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm going to roll the other four. A 16 to hit, mm-hmm. a 18 to hit, and a 21 to hit. Mm-hmm. And then a 10 to hit. Okay, That's one of the ones on the wizard misses. Okay, so three more hits. The one that is attacking the other archer, 11 slashing. Dead. And then the one who is focusing on the remaining hobgoblin at the other ballista. You, you rolled those four. You rolled those four and then three, four. Oh, okay. So then all of the ones that are on the wizard, there'll be two of them. This is why I hate these owls. 16 points of slashing damage. I okay. do not believe it counts as magical. It does not. See, you've never actually tried summoning a CR, like, one or two thing. 
No, I used to all the time. Remember for, uh, uh, Benji and Hadrosaur, my two tigers that yeah, I would get all the time? And then La Freedom and Liberty, my two giant eagles? Okay, some of those. It's just more effective to have a bunch of little ones. <laughs> Especially when we have a bunch of lower, lower hit pointed I'm just saying, things. Maybe make my life a little bit easier. I'll just come to a compromise. What I need to do is set up a a roll 20 account just for these and bring up my computer just so I can hit a button. That would be the better idea, which I just thought of right now. So I will do that in the future. <laughs> it's episode 127, everyone. <laughs> All right. It's, that's the end of your turn. That is the end of my turn. Great. The remaining hobgoblins. Uh, archer, the one remaining archer, fires, misses. The two with swords, first one swings, misses. Second one swings, misses. The one at the blister remains at the... Well, it's gonna... It is going to take the bow off its back and shoot at the owl that was attacking it. Uh, 16 to hit. Hits. Nine damage. Already? And you can always assume that they they have flyby, so they always fly out of... And the wizard is going to try to break your concentration. Alrighty. By blasting you with his last magic missile. Or wait, no. Do I have... I've done three magic missiles. Mm, yes. Because I just... Yeah. Yep. Because I did a cantrip last time. <laughs> yep. It's going to go for the guaranteed damage. Nine points from the magic missile. An extra 2d6. Roll two ones. So 11 points of damage. Give me a concentration check. And I have to roll... 10 10. or higher. Thankfully, I have advantage. Got it. 11. All right. Just barely. Oh, 12, I mean. 12. All right. Uh, That's their turn. Battle rages. Crews making their way through... Ooh, close. Through the, uh, the line of orcs. Working their way, probably. Working. Two, two, working. They're two-thirds, like, up the beach, fighting every step of the way. Your turn. End this combat soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my hardest here. I'm not, it's not for a lack of trying. All right. Um, my first four owls are going to go, and it is going to be... The four that are all on the individual hobgoblins. Mm-hmm. Ooh, not great. Does a nine hit? No. Okay, so only one of them hits. Okay. Nine slashing damage on... I should have said which one. You should have, so we're going to roll a d4 for yeah. it. Yeah. One, two, three, this one. Alrighty. Nine points, dead. All right, so we no longer have anyone at either of the ballista. No mm-hmm. one operating the trebuchet so the war machines on one of the hotels has been dealt with and then i'm gonna roll for the four attacking the wizard okay does 13 hit uh yes yes so that is three of the four of them hit okay 27 points of slashing damage he says i hate these stupid owls as he dies (laughs) As he pulls a Gaston and just like falls, falls backwards, backwards off I hate the side. <laughs> Alright. All Get right. your next turn ready, because this is not gonna take long. Archer one fires, natty ones, miss. The two swing swords. Uh ten to hit, miss. Eleven to hit, miss. Your turn again. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do three at a time because there are only three bad guys remaining. I sure. figured that would be the most effective. All right. First yep. three. White. One. Avocado. The last one. Sounds good. Those, Those are, are the, the colors, colors of, the of my dice. die. Rolling. I'm not just saying random words. I'm not having a stroke. Natural 20. On um, one of them. The air. Which one? Uh, Clear. Uh, and then a 14. Yeah, I'll save you from rolling. And then a. 14 misses. Oh, 14 misses. Okay. And then the other one's a miss as well. Yeah. They have better armor than the wizard. That makes sense. Okay, so that was three. Fourteen? No. Okay. Yeah, I'll save you the the crit. That one's dead. Okay. Um, that was three of them. There are five remaining. Did so those two missed? Yeah. Okay. Here's four, two on each. That's a d12. Accidentally rolled a d12. Yep. I had a dream that I did that once. Uh, Natural eighteen, natural 
17, and the other two miss, so that is a hit on each of them. Okay, that's probably not maybe how it works, but... What? You just, if you're rolling multiples, at least, like, know which ones are rolling against, because then you can just pick, like, oh, one hits each instead of being like, oh, I missed two on one of them. I mean, it can be however you would prefer. I'm just, I'm just saying. It just seemed like it would be easier to have one on each, or... That's, that's true, but it changes the fight in imperceptibly small ways depending on you know if you hit two on one that one's most likely dead but the other one's going to get another attack off if you hit one on each you might kill them both in which case you get an extra round free i will do i will roll a a d4 and i don't care you're gonna win this fight anyway but just when you're rolling batches like that this is part of the reason i hate these owls because you can roll them all at one time but then you have to be like you can cherry pick which ones hit which and it's just sorry i I should have designated beforehand Do you want me to do? No, just one on each. Is okay. Fine. Uh, the one on number three? Because there's just no good way to do it. They're just like, here's eight things, and we'll make it... Six slashing? The the most inconvenient possible way. Yeah, I think that kills it. And six for the other as yeah, well. Yeah, they're both dead. Okay. Just the most inconvenient bookkeeping you can do. But you've <laughs> cleared the roof. Sorry. All the hobgoblins <laughs> are dead. Uh, the the roof, the, the siege weapons are neutralized for now. Uh, and the army is making their way up the beach, but we're going to pick up their next episode. Okay. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. It's a freshwater lake. I'm bringing the salt. <laughs> hope that you all enjoyed my H-I-N-Ls. Um, but no, seriously, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you like what you heard, we are active on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at Podcast. If you would like to submit a critical card um, that can be read when someone of enough importance either rolls a critical success or a critical failure, you can do so on our website, memyspouseandadie.com, or by sending us an email at memyspouseandadie at gmail.com. Alrighty, catch you all next week.